Do they call you for horseplay? You're having a lot Welcome to episode 37 of Comical Podcast. 37? In a row? <laughs> Trying not to suck any dick on the way out of here. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, Did you screw any dead women? What? <laughs> no, this is not This is not Clerks. This is Comical Podcast. Okay, I just wanted to know. You said 37. <laughs> I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me is... Lord Horstocles. Also known as... Miguel Garza. Also known as... Wham Also known as... Lord Horse to Sleaze. Also known as... Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new one. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, we have my lovely wife, the female. What's happening, guys? That's Heather. For those of you who That's no. right. <laughs> she hadn't killed me yet, so we're doing all right. <laughs> She's back. I back. am back. Did you bring sexy back? I've always had it. All the way from Seattle. Nice. It's good, good to have her back. I tried to bring sexy back. They turned me down. She, was, she, was, <laughs> she wasn't here with us for the con over the weekend, but... It's a good thing. No, I was in Seattle enjoying all the crowds from PAX and everything, so... You saw our full toes, eh? Yeah, I did. I, I did get to see all the action that was happening. It was a pretty fun weekend. If you're listening to the weekly show and you didn't realize that we did an episode about the con, there's actually two. We did one Saturday and we did one Sunday, so... Go check those out. We had some really good interviews. We met some awesome people this weekend. It was a lot of fun. So much walking, my hooves hurt. <laughs> it was a lot of walking, but <laughs> Amazing Houston Con did a great job. I'm looking forward to next year and doing it again. You know, I can't wait to see who the guest list is going to be. <laughs> doing it again? <laughs> yeah. I thought we are moving on. Oh, well, we're done with it for this year, but we'll go back next year, right? Okay. <laughs> I don't sound convinced. <laughs> He's taking us everywhere. We're hitting the road next year. On the road again? Exactly. That's the plan. Just can't wait to get on that commode again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Shit and Cross America, the That's comical right. podcast autobiography. Rollercoaster. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk some comics. Let's, Let's talk, talk more here for today. Okay. What were your top two this week, Miguel? Well, uh, number two was Moon Knight number seven. Excellent. Plain old ass-kicking, fighting book from the beginning to the end. That's how it's describe it. <laughs> it was surprisingly good. I had... Kind of a little bit of skepticism because the creative team changed. Warren Ellis and Declan Shalvey left the book, and I wasn't sure how these new guys were going to do it, but they did a great job. I was very impressed with it. It was almost a seamless transition. I think so. I enjoy it. Like I said, it's one of the new characters you introduced me to. I didn't really know much about him in the beginning, and you described him to me pretty much as a badass Batman in white willing to kill. And, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's pretty good. I mean, the first six books were amazing, and I like book seven, too. I just like it. I really do like it. He's really cool, and he's pretty badass. Yeah, it was very good. What was your number one? Huh, I'm number one. <laughs> number one was another just good old-fashioned ass-whooping type of book, Southern Bastards number four. Jason Aaron and Jason Latour. It's a fantastic series. It ended kind of fucked up. <laughs> but, I mean, that's the only way I can say it, honestly. But it was like, wow. Yeah, Earl Tubbs is fearless, man. He's a great character they created. He's uh, walking tall, baby. Yeah, walking he, tall. He was. He was walking tall. He had no fear whatsoever, but it may have come back to bite him in the ass at the end. Um, I, I loved it, you know, just as much as you did. Didn't quite meet my top three, but I, I really did like it. 
And I'm excited to see what happened with Earl Tubbs going forward. Because this is the end of the first arc, so it may be a little while before issue five comes out. Memo to the world, don't piss off a coach when he's eating ribs. <laughs> a lot of bad shit will happen. Well, don't piss off a whole town and think you can take them on with a stick, you know? <laughs> Maybe that's a better moral. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wasn't the dog trying to help? Yeah, I think the dog tried to help him a little bit. But the dog walked away. <laughs> it wasn't enough, you know? I hear you, but I loved it. So what was your number two? My number two was all-new X-Factor number 13. Oh, yeah. Peter Milligan's just been killing it with the series. Like, ever since the new team was formed, you know, you got Polaris, you got Quicksilver, you got Cypher, you got Warlock, Danger. Uh, it's just a really cool and unusual team. Uh, but every issue is full of jokes. Oh, I forgot Gambit. Every issue is full of jokes. How you forget Gambit? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> With all the cats. I know. There's a, there's a lot of weird interactions between the characters and, and always really funny situations that come up. Like, in particular, this issue, uh, Danger and Warlock were having a conversation. <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah. And they were talking about forming a relationship, like trying to become more human. Yeah, we talk, yes. Chat, yes. Date, yes. Yes. And of course, yes. What? <laughs> like, holy crap. It made, it made Warlock very uncomfortable because Danger was like, we'll just craft perfect human genitalia and go at it. And Danger was like, uh, I, I gotta go. <laughs> that was pretty damn funny. But yeah, it's a really fun, great read. I mean, All New X Factor is definitely one of the most consistently good Marvel books. Uh, I'm always really happy to read it. It's one of the few that I has made it to my top three several times. Yeah, I'll give you props on this, because when you first picked up the book, I was like, what the hell are you buying here, man? What is this? And I wasn't too sure what to make of it, and then book one came out, I said, okay, this has got piqued my interest. Book two came out, okay, and then book three, oh, okay, and then it was like, from there on, it's been one of my favorites, too. So, yeah, good job, nice pick. What was your number one? My number one was Nailbiter number five. I absolutely love it. Uh, this particular issue, you find out a little bit more about Warren. Um, he's talking about the first time he decided he wanted to taste somebody else's blood and what led him to chewing on the nails of the girls. And then you get to see the new serial killer, the one who actually cut off Carol's arms. And there's a moment in there where you find out that Warren and the new guy know each other, but you don't know how yet. I'm sure that issue six is going to be phenomenal because it's going to explain so much of what's going on, which is what Josh told us. Issue six reveals you know, what's the cause of all this. I'm, I'm really excited to read it. I just can't wait for more. Nailbiter guy has no fear. Oh, no. No. Warren has no fear at all. No, but most serial killers don't because they're psychopaths and sociopaths. <laughs> you know, the other guy had big freaking knives. <laughs> like freaking swords. I definitely like the character design for the new killer. It's pretty badass. Face to face. Yeah. Ain't scared shit. Yeah. And and Warren turned into a hero there. That was kind of unexpected. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to I'm time to play hero today. <laughs> no, actually, he, he said that you know, this is my story. I'm the hero, and then he saved him. Like, <laughs> I'm a, the star. <laughs> it was a nice little like nod to breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> that was pretty cool. No, but uh, it's a good book. It really is. And of course, I know we talked about how we liked at the beginning how he's telling the story to the young girl and how he got into the blood tasting. Could have gone really weird on that. You know, I was tasting because that's not weird enough. <laughs> I was tasting tampons around the town or some crap like that. Let's <laughs> just say it. Is that how your origin story started, Mister no. Messy Pat? <laughs> <laughs> Not mine, yours maybe. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, we get, hell, all the books we're reading now, they're so damn crazy. I, I don't expect any, you know, who knows what. <laughs> what was your pick of the week then? A new book that I picked up that we saw coming out, uh, Cloak Number One. From Boom? Yes. That one's written by Caleb Monroe and drawn by Marino Nataro. Good book. Street Magic. Kid comes from God knows where. I can't remember. Hang on. Uh, he was in an orphanage or something like that. Yeah, it's a foster kid who yeah. learned magic from his mentor, who was one of the most well-known magicians of the time, and then his mentor died. So he got put into the foster system, and then 
as he grew up, he just perfected his craft. He learned magic and got better and better at it and became a street performer. And he gained this huge following from social media. And he would go there. And one of the things that he's really good at is sleight of hand. So he kept ripping off the wealthier people in the crowd without them knowing it. He's attacking the, 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 crap, the crappy people, too, you know, the wealthy, crappy people. So Right, and he would take that merchandise he stole, like Rolexes and their wallets and whatnot, and pawn it off, take that money and go and donate it to people within the foster care system. So he's kind of like a modern-day Robin, Robin Hood. Uh, but he does magic, which is also pretty cool, because some of the stuff he's doing with the tricks and whatnot are, are kind of unexpected and kind of interesting. Uh, it's a very fun book. I'm looking forward to issue two. And at the end, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, and of course there's a twist ending, because everything has a twist ending now. <laughs> <laughs> it does? It seems that way. But it was a good twist. I liked it. So, yeah, that was my number one. I really enjoyed it, too. I can't wait for number two. What was your... Uh, excuse me. That was my book of the week. What is your book of the week? Well, my book of the week was a really bizarre, fun story called God Hates Astronauts. Jesus. <laughs> um, the best way I can describe this book is that it is weird for the sake of being weird, but there's nothing wrong with that. It's just funny. It's Admiral a- Tiger Eat Cheeseburger? <laughs> Basically... Humanity has encountered alien races, but the aliens are all creatures that are kind of resembling animals from our planet. So, like, you see crab people, you see tigers, you see hippos, you bears. see bears, all kinds Hippo. of weird stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> odd. It is a little odd, but the book is very strange. Um, the humans and the aliens have signed a peace treaty that the humans can't go into space because they, the last time humanity went into space, they ended up crashing into a ship that had the son of the king of the aliens and killed him. So the king has decreed no more humans can go into space. Well, there's a small batch of redneck farmers <laughs> that want to go into space, and they're determined to do it on their own. And NASA and the interplanetary people are all trying to stop them. But the stuff that goes on is just so freaking crazy. Like, I can't even, I don't even know where to really begin with this because it's so bizarre. Let's just say, for instance, like the main redneck guy, the leader of the wannabe astronauts, uh, the, the story starts out with him talking about how he's never really experienced love. Yeah. He's never really found a woman that, that touched his heart the way that he always reads about in romance novels and he sees in the movies and stuff until one day, and then it shows the, the person that he loves, but it's a rooster. <laughs> <laughs> it's a chicken. <laughs> he's in love with the chicken which is weird well then the next page you flip it and like the cops are dragging him away and he's like you can't stop our love (laughs) so since they kept him away from his chicken uh, he decided he he was gonna take a cadaver this this female cadaver well he knocked her out remember right he, he killed this woman and then he was going to transplant the brain from the chicken that he loved into this human so that nobody could deny their being together anymore. Mm-hmm. So when he tried to do that, it somehow created this anthropomorphic chicken. Like, the woman is still a woman from the neck down, but from the head up, she's a chicken. And she talks like a person. Doesn't that really <laughs> defeat the purpose of being in love with the chicken, though? Because then now it's a human? That's a, that's a little like... It's still his chicken. That's, that, that was the thing. He loved that chicken. It wasn't just that it was a chicken. It was that it was that chicken. What is going on here? It's, it's so it's so freaking weird. It's I such feel a strange. Like I'm on acid, but I'm not. Yeah, it's it's not the same as like Drumheller. It's not the same as Drumheller. You know, Drumheller is trippy and weird because the main character is on acid half the time because that's how he does his thing. This has no real reason to be this way except that it wants to be this way, which is you know it's it's a brave book. 
These guys are definitely taking chances and pushing the envelope and doing very odd things in their story. Yippee-ki-yay, Mr. Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's really great one-liners in it. It's, it's a really fun story. I mean, I would recommend going out and checking out the first issue. If, you, if it's not for you, then it's not for you. But it's so interesting and so bizarre and so different from what anybody else is doing. I would still go say, pick it up and, and give it a read. <laughs> yeah, I read it and I just started laughing. <laughs> That's, it's a funny book. I, I thought it was hilarious. Especially when the one guy is like, yippee ki Mr. Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> Think these guys are fans of Die Hard? <laughs> I'd imagine so. Probably the PG version on TV. <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> Let's talk a little bit about our sponsors real quick. Okay, go ahead. If you like the show and you want to support us, there's a couple ways you can do that. Number one. Alimony? <laughs> we gotta marry him first, man. <laughs> you can go to tweakedaudio.com and use promo code COMICAL when you check out, and that'll get you a third off the cost of your order plus free shipping anywhere worldwide. Wait, what are you? What are we buying? Well, free tweak, shipping. Tweak, is that a code for sex? <laughs> Could be. Could be. Well, Tweaked Audio has seven different types of headphones and seven different colors. They're amazing noise canceling headphones that come with flat cords so they don't tangle. There's so many perks to these things. Wait, I can I can attest to this because I actually used them on the plane and they worked. Were yours made out of wood? Yes. <laughs> you got some wood in your ear? <laughs> I had wood in my ear and I couldn't hear a fucking, like, I couldn't hear anything, like, spinning, no jets. Nice. Nothing. Yeah, the noise canceling is, is really yeah. spectacular on these and the sound quality is superb as well. So... All the people that listen to the show that have gone out and picked up a pair have told me that they really enjoy them and that we were absolutely right and they appreciate being told about them. So take our word for it. They're great headphones. Go to tweakedaudio.com and use promo code COMICAL. You won't regret it. Sweet. Freeze frame high five. (laughs) (laughs) Dumbass. You can also go to audibletrial.com slash comical and sign up for an account with Audible. Yeah, sign up. And uh, with that, you get a 30-day free trial and one free audio book. Uh, if you don't like the book you get, you don't like the narrator or whatever, you can always exchange it and get a different one. There's over 150,000 titles to choose from. Did anybody sign up for Audible? There's been a few. Hey, then a those, few? Hey, those 150,000 books, are there any of those uh, special kind of books? You know, the kind that horse sleaze likes? <laughs> no, I, I would no have bucket of porn. <laughs> I would have to imagine that there is, you know? Whoa, horse sure, sleaze is signing up now. <laughs> I'm sure you can pick up Fifty Shades of Grey or ah. <laughs> whatever kind of bondage porn you want to get listened to. Hey, I got to stay in the building where Fifty Shades of Grey was filmed, so let me just say. Mm-hmm. You, should be, you should be checking that out for sure. Well, Exactly. All right. <laughs> so, audibletrial.com slash comical. Sign up. You get a free 30-day trial. If you don't like the service, you can cancel it. There's no fee, but it still helps support the show, so we'd really appreciate it. Okay. The last way that you can support us is by donating directly. There's a link on our website, or if you just want to PayPal us, it's comicalpodcast at gmail.com. Anybody that supports us in any way is going to get a copy of the bonus episode that we did back in July. And there's a good chance we're going to be doing another bonus episode coming up here in October. So, you know, help us out and we'll give you guys more content. In October? Mm-hmm. You say we got a lot of crap that you didn't use now? <laughs> It'll be a different kind of bonus episode. I have something special Ooh, planned. Okay. <laughs> we don't know about this. You know about this, the no. woman? The woman. <laughs> okay, I've gone from Heather to the female to now the woman. <laughs> You'll just have to wait and see. I'll tell you about it later. Mm-hmm. He, that means he's not going to tell us. No. <laughs> Take your 37 ass back to the parking lot. <laughs> okay, enough enough promoting ourselves. Huh. It's time for a segment called Tell Me a Funny Story. And this week, it's Miguel's turn. Thank God it's not me. Well, uh, well, my funny story is maybe not too funny, but it's on the pain. And I know you guys love to laugh at pain. 
So uh, back in the day, I was all into basketball. You know, I was an athlete. I had a body. You know, still got one now, but this is not a basketball playing body. <laughs> what, what are you now, incorporeal? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I was I was in shape. And so we had a goal on the garage. And it was probably maybe 9 foot 11, almost 10, but not really. So it was quite easy for me to dunk on all the time. And I love playing ball. And I had three cousins, and my dad was always out there. My uncle would come play, and the neighbors would come down. We'd get really serious. Well, it's on the garage. So the garage door would come up. So you have the, so if you like trying to go through for a layup or whatever, you, you run into the garage in case somebody tries to kill you. Because uh, in case you haven't figured out, my father plays kind of rough. <laughs> and it's a little bit of street basketball down there, and you'd think they wouldn't do that considering there's no, there's no like, concrete it's like rocks it's like little shells and stuff and like yeah. hard it's really hard to bounce a basketball but if you can play on this you can pretty much handle basketball on the court any day and so uh we're playing it's getting a little physical you know my friend was there and my dad was pushing me around hell out of gas in my eyes bleeding my dad's like you ain't got nothing you ain't got nothing boy so i got a little pissed off so i made a move on him and i went baseline on him and i went to dunk the ball and i dunked it pretty hard Pretty much put my nuts in somebody's face. It was great. I was talking all kinds of shit. Like, yeah, oh, oh, you can't stop this. My dad said, all right. <laughs> so I came back again from the other side, going to duck the ball. And both my father, my cousin, both jumped at the same time and clipped me. So I dunked the ball, but I didn't hang on to the rim. I didn't have a chance to grab it. It took my legs. I kind of did a flip and slid into the garage. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell just happened here? I was like... So I would touch the back of my arm where my elbow is, and it would send like a shock all the way up my body. I was like, what just happened here? This is getting crazy. Well, in the same game, my friend was getting a little crazy, and he was like being all physical. <laughs> he tried to get my dad or tried to do something to my dad. And my dad pretty much turned him and ran him head on into the house, into the windowsill. I have a gash on the windowsill of the house with his head mold in it because he went like, right into it. So I'm like, what is going on? I actually got slapped in that game too, and I think I, I think I had some fingers put into my nose holes. <laughs> yes, because I went to do it and they went to block me. So I never, I, heard, I never heard of that move. With fingers with nose holes. <laughs> yeah. See, this this kind of sucks, but it's just it's just a that's a risky game move, right? There. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's gonna come back out. <laughs> I think it was nothing but. Is that work. a foul? <laughs> oh, we didn't call no fouls. There was no foul. You called a foul. They called you a pussy. There was no foul calling in there. You bled. If you didn't bleed, you didn't play. <laughs> if you didn't bleed, you were on the outside playing a little like a little girl. You know, there's some really nasty talk going on. My dad was probably one of the worst trash talkers I've ever heard in my, my life. You little bitch, get down here. <laughs> what you got? You ain't got nothing, boy. See if you can handle this. You can't stop this shit. Shooting hoop this. And the bad part about it is I couldn't stop that shit. He was left-handed, so he'd do them fucking sky hooks all damn night. And I... I could jump off the damn floor. I could dunk, okay? I could dunk on a 10-foot goal, and I still couldn't get high enough. And you see my arm reach here. I still couldn't get high enough to block the damn ball. Well, when I started figuring things out, then he started punching me in the damn gut. Like, what the hell kind of basketball shit is that? <laughs> my mother would be like, hey, boy, if you can't handle it, don't play. Can't handle it, don't play. Let's play at least fair. But no, nah, I didn't. You know? So, yeah, they've knocked me down. I've slid. I fell on my head once. I stepped on a nail. Uh, what else? I ran into the garage. They threw me into the damn garage because the way the garage is, you have the walls. And my dad, like, thought he was playing hockey. Check. <laughs> Check me into the wall. Like, oh. <laughs> I'm surprised how many broken ribs, fingers, shit could have broke my ass. And let's see, what else did they Just knock your brain a little. I have, oh, I did hit my head on the on the garage too once as well. I went up to dunk and they hit me when I was in the air. So I kind of hit my head almost in the same spot where I got those stitches right on the rim too. So yeah, it was. Kind of rough, man. It's like really a funny story. It's more of a 
how to beat your kids within the legal limit of the law. <laughs> he never got as long as it's during a game, it's okay. I guess it is. <laughs> Kick your ass. Uh, uh, uh. No, it's okay, officer. We were playing football. <laughs> oh man. Oh oh. <laughs> so you know when you play that reminds me of a story here. You play flag football with a company where I used to work at. And I worked in the marketing department, but I used to work in the customer service area and the building area. The building area guys, well, you're going to play with us, you can play with the marketing guys. I was talking all kinds of shit to the marketing guys because I know them now, I work with them. I'll play with you since I was still with you guys before. And so the marketing guys, I'm going to take you down, guards. You got nothing because 10% of me is still better than 100% of you. <laughs> like, oh, whatever. So they were on one side of the bracket, one on the other side. So we were running all the way through. Well, the semifinal game before we played marketing, we were playing a... Uh, plant team I think almost and the plant team was really good they had a lot of young guys that could rerun really fast and you know me I always you know always thought I was greater than what I was when I was playing football I played cornerback so I was trying to stop the guy from catching the ball so I do my best Deion Sanders move or whatever so they threw the ball it was wet so the ball went between my hands I, I had it interception I was going to take off running away and the ball went through my hands and went back into the guy and fell down in the end zone so you got a touchdown I was like doggone it damn it some people looking at me and said, oh, I got him next time he ain't catching crap no more so we went down there and we scored again. So we were coming back. If they scored, they were going to win. The way the point, the way we had worked out the points. So we had to stop them. So we're going, and if you tackled, you got flagged, and you moved the ball ahead. And if you tackled them before they were going to the end zone, they pretty much get a touchdown. That's these what? rules. So this guy was wearing these shorts. And my same friend who was playing basketball with me, he worked with me there. So we had the flags on our shorts, right? So he's running, and he, he slips by me like, damn it. So the ball gets thrown. He's getting it. I know he's catching it. So I'll make one desperation. I jump out there and I grab the flag. So I thought. <laughs> so he's running. I got dragged. I went like this to pull the flag. <laughs> Dude stopped. He got pissed off because he was buried, basically ass naked. <laughs> I ripped his pants down instead of the flag. He got all pissed off. And he came at me. And my roommate like jumped in the way. My actual my roommate jumped at him and swung. And the guy just happened to duck down and pick his pants up. Because he was going to like try to fight me. He was going to low to you. Yeah, he was going to do some shit. <laughs> he was low to He was, dude, it was funny because it's like he's running, right? So he's ass naked. So he like grabs his two hands, grabs his hand to cover his shit in the front. He's picking up his pants. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, holy shit. I did, dude, I'm sorry to be the point. <laughs> I thought I got the that, fight. That's what you call a horse tackle. <laughs> <laughs> so it was pretty damn funny. Uh, he got pretty pissed off. They didn't call a flag, or they didn't say something, because they said my finger got caught in the loop. Did they call you for horseplay? Here, have some So, we wound up winning the game. They didn't give him the touchdown. The very next play, they threw it to him again. This time, I blocked it away, so I redeemed myself. But that guy was already pissed, so he wouldn't be, be anywhere near him, because I pantsed him earlier. <laughs> Don't was, lie. You it, got called for horseplay. It was, it was cold outside. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. I just I just remember that story. <laughs> Took his pants. <laughs> yeah, the next day we played marketing, my former team, and they beat the dog shit out of us. <laughs> they beat us like 60-something to 12. And so I had to eat some crow. <laughs> but they watched the game before. They were too busy laughing. I mean, guys were literally on the ground falling over because this guy was running. <laughs> his pants down around his ankles. <laughs> Not only yourself, you're going to play flag football, make sure your pants are tight, <laughs> really tight, and they can't come down. Especially with all the women who are there. Well, and don't sure go commando. <laughs> I don't think this guy, no, no, he was gone a year later. <laughs> he didn't work with us much more after that. I'm sure he's 
So that was probably a better funny story than my freaking basketball stuff. Basketball was more or less about me the pain that I went through as a kid. <laughs> and that was pretty much every day. Because when I would come home, we'd play ball. My dad would come from work and he was retired. He'd see me outside playing ball. Because you know how much I loved it and I was trying to play for the school. That he would come out there and play with us. But on the weekends is when we played the most. We start playing like at 11 o'clock in the afternoon. We usually didn't stop till like 8. My uncle would use the fill up cooler with, with drinks and we'd play all damn day. Nice. And uh, I used to, oh man, it was, I never ate lunch or dinner. <laughs> I had to come in the house and like, I just grab whatever's there. <laughs> so yeah, there's my uh, hard story with some funny. <laughs> It'll work. <laughs> Keep your pants on, people. Keep your pants on. <laughs> Stop pulling people's pants down, man. Hey, man. Damn, it's the flag. <laughs> we never had that problem. I was on swim team, so we didn't have those kind of issues. People just ran around naked because they wanted to. What kind of freaking swim team were you on? <laughs> A good one? <laughs> 37? <laughs> this is me recording. I hope thing. not. <laughs> has nothing to say. <laughs> well, let's move on to our next uh, most popular news segment mm-hmm. called Dear Lord Horstocles, where our listeners write in and ask Miguel, a.k.a. Lord Horstocles, for advice on their lives. I'm going to have a Forrest Gump music here. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll compose them for you. Nice. So we're going to start with this one, which is left over from the first batch. Left over? Good yeah. Lord. Dear Lord Horstocles, mm-hmm. I've been dating a great guy for about a year and a half. Our relationship is going really well, and we're both very happy. There's just one problem. I've been lying to him ever since I met him. We originally met in a bar, and I never thought I would see him again, so when he asked about my background, I told him what I thought was a harmless lie. I told him my parents were killed in a fire when I was a child, and I was raised by my aunt and uncle. In reality, I come from an ultra-fundamentalist family that subscribes to a very strict sect of evangelical Christianity. I'm one of 13 kids... And I left when I was about 18 to avoid marrying. Ten years later, I know I made the right decision for me, but I feel terrible about lying to my boyfriend. Recently, he's been asking to meet my aunt and uncle, and the lie has spread to his family who believe me to be an orphan. (laughs) I'm not not welcome at home, so it's not like my boyfriend would ever need to meet them. But every time it comes up or it's alluded to, I feel guilty all over again. Should I tell him the truth? And if so, how? Jesus. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Oh, this is for Jesus? Okay. Jesus better respond for this one. <laughs> That's one of his personalities. You must go to church. <laughs> so let me get this straight here, as Lord Horsicles would say. Uh, we got a woman who told her boyfriend that she was... An orphan. An orphan. Her mom, her uncle raised her. Because she was embarrassed about her family's fundamentalist views. So the super hardcore religious? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> but now she's with him and she's planning on marrying him and she doesn't know what to do. She doesn't know if she should tell him the truth or not. Mm-hmm. I say make the lie grandioso. Make it bigger. <laughs> 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 say like my, my aunt and uncle were devil worshippers so I no longer need to see them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> my aunt Baru and my uncle Owen, they were killed by stormtroopers. <laughs> <laughs> Just make it big. You know, my uncle, he... Uh... He was president once. <laughs> Just go big, man. Go big. Make it so crazy that he'll never know. Just make it weird. Like some crazy shit. Aliens came down. They probed my Aunt Peru. I mean, just just, just make it big. <laughs> Go big. What the hell? You know, you could lump the aunt and uncle in with the family and say that they were like crazy and then kind of spin the truth into the aunt and uncle so that, you know, she wouldn't feel so bad. I don't know. Maybe. Just tell him he died. 
They died. They died. Both of them unexpectedly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yesterday. Exactly. They got the Ebola. <laughs> well, it's, it's very possible the way things are going lately. They keep bringing it back to the U.S. I don't know. Just, just tell your boyfriend that uh, they got the horse bola and <laughs> and they neighed to death. And <laughs> just go big, go big, and go home. That's my advice. All right. The next letter. Uh-oh. Dear Lord Horsicles, I am currently thinning and losing hair on top of my dome. As time goes by and more hair falls out, I've noticed that the sides still stay lush and full. My question to you is, when the hair on top is finally gone, should I shave it all off or go full-on Hulk Hogan style with the skullet or even wear the bandana? <laughs> what should I do, oh Lord Horsicles? <laughs> Signed, Ask Anonymous. <laughs> well, Ask Anonymous, the first question is, are you a big guy or you're a small guy? If you're a small guy, I say comb that shit over. <laughs> I say when the hair falls off, well, the hair's lush on the side, right? Here's what you do. You trim that up really nice. You trim it off. Take that hair. All right, go out and get you some, some uh, what's it called? Uh, monkey glue. <laughs> glue that. Gorilla glue. Gorilla glue. Gorilla glue. And glue that shit to your dog, bro. <laughs> Shave your pubes. Glue, <laughs> That's glue, right. glue the gorillas. Bite that shit up, man. It'd look awesome. If it, don't worry. You'll always have hair to replace because it's plush on the side. Just keep trimming it every so often. You can go, you out, and buy, you can go out and buy Lord Horsticles toupee starter kit. <laughs> exactly. Put some stuff on your head, glue that shit on the dome, and let you go. Now, if you're a big guy, yeah, that's right. Go the skullet way, man. And start talking about your pythons and how <laughs> the training, the vitamins, <laughs> the believing in yourself. <laughs> and then go into pro wrestling. And then go into pro wrestling. <laughs> if you're old enough, your hair's falling out. Mm-hmm. It might be a little late to go into pro wrestling. I'm just saying, you know, maybe not. <laughs> well, shit. I didn't know he was old. If you're too damn old... Well, if you're 12 and your hair's falling out, you're going to have bigger problems. <laughs> you're 12 and, and, you're, and your hair's falling out and you're listening to this podcast. You he can't be 12. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit, man. It's over. It's over? It's over. Fine, 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 fine. All right. Old guy. <sighs> go get some surgery. Get that shit enlarged. They won't give a damn what your dome looks like. There you go. I thought, you, I thought you were going to go a completely different route <laughs> and say hair plugs for men, hair plugs or some shit, but just, no, just, no, you said no, just penis enlargement. Let okay. that shit hang out. Lord of Horsicleses, Mayor Club for <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Exactly. I'm not going to say the line, not only as the president, but I'm a member too. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> that right. was for you there, oh, uh, Minion519. Wow. <laughs> Next one. Uh, Dear Lord Horsicles, I've always had trouble speaking with strangers in public. New people always scare me, and sometimes I just want to hide. How can I have the type of confidence that you seem to be oozing with when I'm out in public? Is there a potion? Maybe a power bar? Should I listen to Awesome Mix Volume 1? What should I do? Signed, Scared and Confused, Ask Anonymous. Is he scared to talk to, like, female strangers or male strangers? It just says strangers. He's not very specific in the letter. Oh, okay, so just do the crocodile deed. Just go, <laughs> go make sure and check that. <laughs> Everybody, low twos. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see here. Scared, scared, and confused. Well, I have a new body. I have a new, new potion out there. Old oh, the horsicles. <laughs> Spray a little of this on you, and they'll just come to you. <laughs> Is that hacks body spray. <laughs> it's like. It's like decor noir. <laughs> you spray and you walk in. <laughs> no, Jesus Christ, people. 
Just go up and say hi to somebody. They ain't going to hurt you. What, are they going to bite you? Shoot you? Kill you? Eat your nails? <laughs> <laughs> they might bite you. Bright fights are going to bite on you the other day. <laughs> that bastard. <laughs> That's all right. I took a picture of his wife. Not one, but two. <laughs> he has two wives? Uh, I guess he does. Is the first one known? <laughs> I knew he was a player. <laughs> Can't trust that guy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Keep your head up high. Keep your snout in the air. Just walk out and make sure. <laughs> maybe, maybe I should take this one because I'm shy. I don't like to talk to people. Okay, go ahead. Find a friend like Miguel, <laughs> who has no problem talking to people, and then just ride his coattail. You know, what? <laughs> <laughs> no one rides this horse. I, I wouldn't this horse, horse squeeze. Tail. We already I'm discussed this. Back there. Yeah, I'm sure there are. Only horse squeeze rides this horse. That's right. <laughs> so that's the advice. Everyone can have needs to have a friend like me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, moving on. Dear Lord Horsicles, recently at work I've garnered three nicknames. Number one, The Terminator. Number two, Old Reliable. Number three, The Mouth. Each one of these names has been given to me by my whole team. These names have reached all the way to my boss, so now I'm being hoarded out to other locations to weed out undesirables. My question is, should I be enjoying this as much as I am, or should I be more mindful of the people? Help me, Lord Horsicles. Give me those nicknames again. The Terminator. Okay. Old Reliable. The Mouth. <laughs> First of all, ass to mouth does not work here. <laughs> Let's go put that out there. No ass to mouth. What does that have to do with the question? It's <laughs> nothing to do with the question at all. I just felt that needed to be said out there. You know, I'm just saying. He felt like that needed to be put out. Exactly. Look, ass anonymous, or if you're a guy or a girl, go with it. Is this really our clerks episode? <laughs> all these references. Just go with it, man. Go with it. Hell, make up some new names. <laughs> Why not just create 12 personalities? Miguel did it. It works for him. Hey, look, here. Termassinator or some shit like that. Or, or uh, Old Reliable is kind of, you know, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Old Reliable? You know, just just let it leak out there that, you know, your it's boss like, called you this like name. being second fiddle. That's like Old Reliable is like being second fiddle. It's like, oh, well, the first boyfriend didn't work out, so you're the backup plan. Okay, you're reliable. Okay, I can call you anytime. Yeah, I don't know. Is this a woman or a man? It just says Ask Anonymous. Uh-huh. I guess it's as good as mine. Well, I guess it's got to be a guy. I mean, Terminator, Overliable, and the mouth. What the? F- <laughs> it could be a woman. <laughs> 37! <laughs> if you think about it as a woman, it's much worse. <laughs> I don't know. The Terminator's all right. She uses a mouth. She gives you the Overliable. Then she terminates you? What the hell? Black Widow! <laughs> exactly. She's just, fucking... Just get new names, man. Get some tougher names. Go with it. <laughs> I would get tougher names. That's That'd right. Be my Go with that. <laughs> Roll with it. Be a tough bitch. Be a tough bitch? <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> get a little tattoo underneath the eye, like a drop or something. <laughs> gorilla pair. I said grow up hair. <laughs> You're still stuck on your pubes and your gorilla fluid. <laughs> Stick that shit on your head. <laughs> Go with it, man. I say take the nicknames. Make them their own. Make them you. All right. Get a new one. Dear Lord Horsecles, why do you get so worked up whenever the topic of the bathroom is brought up? Did something traumatic happen to you in there? Was there a dick looker? Can you show us on the My Little Pony doll where the bad man touched you? Your minions just want to help. Signed, Ask Anonymous. First of all, fuckers, nobody ever touched Lord Horsecles in the bathroom. And yes, there's a lot of dick lookers where we come from. Hell, there's even a freaking reliever. (laughs) What the hell? Who the hell was he called the reliever? Oh, you want, you want to tell this story? <laughs> Give the reliever up. So uh, we we work with one of our minions, uh, Minion 519. X69. 
plus one is six. So we're all we're all standing around having a conversation at work today, and he says, "Oh, guys, I gotta go. I gotta go relieve somebody." Miguel goes, "Whoa, <laughs> you're relieving somebody." <laughs> I was like, that's way worse than being a dickler. <laughs> He's a reliever. <laughs> and we all kind of chuckled. And then I was like, I have even got the song picked out. Like, I had the song for Dick Looker. Sing it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw his face. Now I'm a reliever. <laughs> He's in love. Ooh, I'm a reliever. <laughs> no, it's awful. <laughs> you couldn't leave her if you tried. Whoa, it's not a her. <laughs> He's believing a dude. <laughs> Well, you don't know. So he's looking and believing. <sighs> yeah. See, he owned it. He took it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make a chart. <laughs> so step beyond dick looker is reliever. <laughs> Who the hell said my little pony? One of the minions, man. That is horse to please. Lord horse to please is a stallion. Okay. <laughs> I'm as big as the Budweiser horses. Clydesdale, baby. Clip I'm regal. Clock. You're regal? <laughs> no one would dare touch me. Okay, then. So the next one? Yeah. Dear Lord Horsicles, I work in an environment in which I'm underpaid, work very hard. Quit! Worked hard to get to my position, <laughs> but I still get talked down to. Everybody seems to think that my job is like high school, and I'm very underappreciated. How should I handle this situation? Quit! <laughs> Tell them, fuck them all Burn down the building Fuck shit up on your way out And burn it and set it on blaze That's one way Number two <laughs> Number two They want to play high school Fine Fuck them up Beat them up one at a time Give them a horse tackle <laughs> Put the pants down Get my horse playing <laughs> That's some crazy shit man We don't know if there's a man or woman either do we it just says ass anonymous. Everything says ass anonymous, man. What is going on? With they really, they really grabbed onto that ass anonymous oh, you put there. <laughs> they grabbed onto the ass. <laughs> they grabbed plain grab ass with what you put up there. Man. I'm just saying, find the, the meanest, nastiest bastard on the floor and kick his ass. See if they talk some shit now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Or set some shit on fire. Sounds like it's an office building, not prison. Fucking so. <laughs> <laughs> shank somebody. I'm just saying. <laughs> you shank a horse, he don't say nothing anymore. Strangle him with a phone cord. <laughs> <laughs> you know, ghetto Cleese, you know, <laughs> also known as Gangsta Cleese, he shanked the horse. He ain't had no problem since then. I'm telling you, beat somebody up. Whoop some ass. Set shit on fire. Or quit. But quit is the wimpy way out. Just set shit on fire and beat somebody up. That's how you do it. That's how, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. Let's just get crazy. Just give them crazy eyes every day. I think you have to resort to violence. Just give them crazy eyes. <laughs> crazy eyes. <laughs> I like I like crazy eyes. That's the way to go. Just walk around and give everybody like the... <laughs> <laughs> like you're foaming at the mouth. And talk to yourself. <laughs> and go play again. <laughs> That'll work. Oh. All right. Well, that's it. That's all we got for this week for Dear Lord Horse to Cleese. Are you about to call me Dear Ass Anonymous? <laughs> no, no, no. They're all Ass Anonymous. I know who you are. That's right. Well, Regal. Not, not in this second, but I know who you, <laughs> I know who you are most of the time. <laughs> I don't got that many personalities. That's getting out of hand, man. <laughs> you're giving them to me. You're, ta- you're taking them. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Tell Terminator the mouth and all reliable to take those names. Run with it. All right. Old Reliable, you can now be Horse to Tease. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> Strip the cleese. <laughs> well, I hope I was able to provide some good insight, some good advice. Whenever in doubt, just shit, set shit on fire. 
<laughs> Works for me. So says Lord Horsecleave. <laughs> Alright, well let's move on to movie news then. Alright, what you got, man? Or not movie news, but let's move on to news. I love news. Couple things. Not, not a whole lot this week, just a few things. Okay. Apparently, James Gunn came out and said something about Stan Lee's cameo in Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Apparently they had a cameo planned for him that Disney pulled from the movie because they thought it was too obscene for general audiences. Really? It didn't really fit with Disney's, Disney's uh, plan. So they made him do the whole thing with the woman on the, the walkway that you saw in the Guardians movie. But in the original scene, when the Guardians enter into the Collector's room, uh, Stan Lee was supposed to be in one of the cages. Nice. And Groot was supposed to look at him and be, like, taken aghast. And then Lee would have flipped Groot off. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would have been hilarious. That would have been awesome. I am Groot. I'm really disappointed that I didn't make it in the movie. That would have been great. Everybody would have clapped. He gave Groot the ones or the elevens? Uh, it just says the one. But okay. I mean, they, they were okay with Chris Pratt doing it as Star-Lord, but they blurred it out. Yeah. So, I guess they couldn't figure out a reason to blur it out for... Uh... No, he didn't. It wasn't blurred out. He showed the finger. It was blurred out in the trailer. But in the movie, yeah. in the movie, they, they showed the finger. Did yeah, they? No, I don't remember. They the God damn, you seen the movie four times. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. What are you doing in that movie theater? Horse the policing? No. <laughs> no, that's you. <laughs> you go to the dollar cinema? You know what happens in those places. Nope. <laughs> nope. So I thought that was kind of funny, worth mentioning. Okay. Um, another thing, Liam Neeson apparently wants to play Ra's al Ghul in the Arrow Ooh. show. He's actually come out and said that he would like to play that role since they haven't revealed the character yet. Uh, I think he'd be great since he was already Ra's al Ghul and Batman. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a big, big step for him to like go down to TV. But he likes the character. He must love the show and the character. Yeah. Can you, oh, man. Wow. That'd be pretty awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'm trying to... <laughs> I will find you. <laughs> I want my daughter. <laughs> so is he going to be Aslan? Is he going to be... Uh... <laughs> well, they haven't, they haven't said that it's going to happen or anything. He just came out and said that he would like to. So it's the balls in the court of the people that are making decisions for Arrow. But it would be pretty cool if it happened. I would like to see Liam Neeson again as Ross. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Especially, but the, whoever hand, whoever they're using when he's holding the sword and everything else, it's pretty badass. That guy might be, you know, they're like, that, that's pretty good. He's like a hand model or some shit. <laughs> they they pan up to their head, it's like Pee Wee Herman or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Pee Wee Herman is a Cheer! <laughs> the word of the day is Lazarus Pit. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, they announced today that Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, if you smell, he is confirmed to be playing Black Adam in the Shazam movie. Nice. That's cool. I like The Rock. I like The Rock, too. <laughs> I like how cheesy. Now the the rock is black guy was pretty cool because I think he's you say rock is a black guy is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said the rock is black Adam is pretty. Cool. He's playing oh, okay. both versions, right? He's playing Shazam man. No, he's just playing Black Adam. Really, he raises yeah. bastards. Why? I don't know. Fair enough. <laughs> Lord Horsecleave will play Black Adam. Uh huh. <laughs> but that's cool though. I think that's a good casting. I do think so. Speaking of good casting, uh, they just announced that there's going to be a fourth Blade movie. Blade. Now that Wesley Snipes is out of prison, he needs to make some more money. That's right. <laughs> so they're going to do another Blade movie. I'm happy about that. Jail? Oh, yeah, for tax evasion. Oh, I didn't know that. Blade. Oh, that's too 
Well, I'm glad he's out. That's good. Yeah. Best line in Blade 3, man. Who doesn't like Wesley Snipes? Wesley Snipes is awesome. I know, right? Best line in Blade 3. When Dracula asked him, <laughs> are you ready? He was like, I was born ready, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love Blade. Love Wesley Snipes. I'm down with that. Yeah, me too. And the last thing is actually comics news. Uh, today it was announced that Charles Soule has signed an exclusive deal with Marvel starting March 2015. So he's no longer going to be able to write for DC, which means that the Red Lanterns and the Swamp Thing series are going to be taken over by somebody else. Hmm. Okay. Uh, it did say that he's going to maintain the ability to write his creator-owned series, Letter 44, which is pretty cool. But I like Charles Soule. I like everything he does. He's writing eight books right now, and he says that he wants to uh, scale it back a little bit and just kind of focus more on quality. Because if you read all eight of his titles, I'm sure that there's some suffering every once in a while in some of those books because he's doing so much. Like... You know, all eight of them can't be stellar every single month. It's got to be really hard. The man has soul to begin with. <laughs> it's Charles Soul. He's a friend of ours on Facebook. You know he's talented. I mean, oh, he's incredibly talented. I, I, I like I like all of his books. Letter Forty Four is fantastic. She Hulk is fantastic. How dare you say he has lapses? How dare you? The guy is a lawyer, a practicing lawyer. He's in a band. He objects, and he's writing eight books. I object. That's a lot for anybody to take on. I'm just saying, like when you're doing that many things. Every once in a while, something is going to be of a lesser quality than if you had more time for it. So a couple more guys go to prison. Who cares? If I was doing six podcasts, <laughs> one of them would probably not be great. This one suffers because you're doing it anyway. Woo! <laughs> 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 oh, wait, but you're on it, too. Ah, the joke's on you. So are you, the woman. I never claimed anything. It's the female. Why do you keep saying the woman? <laughs> this joke has run its course. <laughs> All right, yeah, Charles Soule's a good guy. I understand. That's cool. Focusing with just Marvel and his own book. Yeah, that's cool. And that's pretty much it. That's uh, that's it for the news this week. There wasn't a whole lot. Hmm. Well, good news. What you got next, man? Come on. I just want to remind everybody that at the end of September, uh, September 26th through 28th, we're going to be at Alamo City Comic Con in San Antonio. San Antonio, Texas. Yeah, baby. So if you're in that area, you're going to be attending that con. Uh, make sure to come by and say hi to us. Yeah, look for us swimming in the Riverwalk. We're taking the Riverwalk plunge. <laughs> Well, one of us might be, but it's not going to be me. He's going to be drunk and fall in. I'm going for a horse to swim, huh? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> My minions are going to do the dunk, not me. I'll believe it when I see <laughs> Come join the minion party. I just want to remind everybody that if you like the show, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash comical podcast. We're on Twitter at, at comical podcast for me, at comical podcast two for Miguel, and at comical podcast three for Heather. Uh, Heather just today started her own blog. Yep. So if you want to follow her on Tumblr, it's comicalpodcast3.tumblr.com yeah. What you blogging about, man? Nothing. Nothing? Just bullshit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I uh, want to remind everybody, please go out and give us five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. We're trying to get those numbers up, so any support is greatly appreciated. If you like the show and you want to support us, like I said before, there's a few ways to do that. Tweakedaudio.com, promo code comical, audibletrial.com slash comical, or donate directly to our pay- PayPal website. Donate directly to our PayPal address, which is comicalpodcast at gmail.com. All right. <laughs> like Ace Ventura at the con. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I got this week, man. Oh, well, that was a good show, I think. Yeah. You know, hopefully people like it. Not too bad for 37 in a row. 37? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't missed a week. I think we're doing pretty good. <laughs> man, either we're workaholics or we're just glutton for punishment. Which one is it? Both. Huh? <laughs> Maybe we're just gluttons. I don't know. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm trim here. Trim? You saw them pictures of me. I'm looking pretty good. <laughs> okay. Just, just remind everybody to go out there and see those photos. We found horse to please. 
We did find horse to please. We saw horse sleeves. We had fun at the Amazing Houston Con. So if you haven't checked out those pictures, go check them out. We, there's all kinds of cool costumes that Miguel took pictures with and lots of creators and stuff. And make sure you go back and check out those episodes if you have not yet. And uh, that's pretty much it for this week. So keep on laughing, bitches.